Welcome to the Trap Shooters United podcast. I am your host and owner, Joe Brumfield. I created this to help share, showcase, and support this amazing sport by talking to shooters, vendors, parents, and companies. Thank you all for listening. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at Trap Shooters United or like us on Facebook. This episode is fueled by Fioki, high-quality ammunition manufactured right in the heart of America with locations in Ozark, Missouri and Little Rock, Arkansas. I choose Fioki because it's loaded in the USA and has extremely light recoil while still crushing targets. But you may be thinking to yourself, Joe, why should I believe you? You're just a mediocre weekend shooter. And you know what? Point taken. Even though I am the Event 12 Graffin Sons Class D doubles champion, let me find someone with a lot more credibility. Hey everyone, this is Shelby Skaggs, ATA All-American, Oklahoma Trap Shooting Hall of Fame member. In our sport, being consistent is the key to success. Fioki's line of shotgun ammunition is second to none in this regard. Proven by my 772 straight in the singles competition during the 2022 Grand American, experience the Fioki difference. If you're like me, customer service is at the top of the list when it comes to buying anything. Combine that with the lowest prices and highest trade-in values, Michael Gooch with Indiana Gun Club is without question the number one choice for your next gun. With one of the largest new and used inventory selections in the country, Indiana Gun Club will have the right gun for you. If you're looking to buy your first competition gun, upgrade out of your current gun, or just simply wanting to add to your collection, Michael Gooch provides a five-star experience every step of the way. Give Michael a call at 317-502-2675 or send an email to gotgunguy43 at yahoo.com. I've personally purchased two guns from Michael, and I guarantee you're going to be treated right. Other sponsors of the podcast include AJ Supplies, Diamond 8 Leather, Herod Insurance, Shamrock Sporting Arms, and Ezox CLP and Gun Care Solution. Welcome to episode 68 of the Trap Shooters United podcast. My guest today is an ATA All-American three-time Indiana State team member in the 2023 Indiana State singles, doubles, high all-around, and high overall junior champion, Xander New. Welcome to the show. What's going on? Thank you for having me. Absolutely. How's the weather up north? Ah, uh, it's getting cold. It's starting to get there. It was about 30 degrees today was the average, so starting to get to the freezing temps. So down down near Indy, it was like 51 or something today. Was it? It was nice. Yeah, it was like long sleeve weather and, and no jacket, so. Yeah. Go ahead and kick us off. Tell the listeners a little bit about yourself, where you're from, how old you are, you know, what grade you're in in school, that sort of stuff. Uh, my name is Xander New. I am 17 years old. I'm from Fort Wayne, Indiana, and I am a senior at Carroll High School. Okay. Um, any hobbies besides shooting? Um, pretty much in my free time. Uh, I like to, uh, watch a lot of sports, uh, play some video games at night and, uh, go to school, get some homework done as well. It's hard. It's hard to have too many hobbies when you're in school. And then when you're not in school, you're racking up like 18,000 targets in a year. So, (laughs) right. Uh, so you're a senior in high school. Do you have any set plans yet for after high school? Um, so 
I'm looking to shoot in college, and so far, well, I've toured uh, Hillsdale and Lindenwood universities, and uh, I w- I've been admitted to uh, Lindenwood, but I haven't quite made a final decision yet. So I'm looking to shoot in college. Yeah, where's where's Hillsdale at? Hillsdale is uh, up in uh, Michigan. It's about an hour hour thirty away. From Fort Wayne, so just about a little north, northeast. Okay, so you could still technically come home, like on the weekends and stuff, um, going there versus Linden was a little bit further away. Oh yeah, yeah, it's about a, I believe it's six to six and a half hour drive. Okay, from Fort Wayne. Yeah, a little bit further. Uh, speaking of school and shooting, um, your high school just uh, announced it's still very brand new. Um, but what can you tell us about your high school shooting team that's getting ready to kick off? So there's not much information on it quite yet, just because everything, like it just got announced uh, out last week. Um, all there is to share on that right now is that uh, my dad's going to be the head coach and uh, he's having a meeting next week to kind of lay out the plan for next year with the team and everything. But other than that, not not much else to talk about gotcha uh take us back um how did you start shooting so when i was just a little uh younger than 10 uh my dad he uh he got me in a uh, 4-h pistol class um and then switched me to a 4-h rifle class and neither of those two seemed to like catch my attention very well but uh then he brought me out to one of my local trap ranges and uh, I tried out trap shooting that day and I liked the moving target concept a lot better than just shooting paper so I just fell in love with it that day and just never looked back where uh, where is your local club so I have two local clubs uh, I've got one that's about five minutes from my house it's the Fort Wayne chapter of uh, Isaac Walton and uh, about 20, 30 minutes away from my house uh, is my old uh, club. I used to be on the youth team out there, um, St. Joe Conservation Club. So it's about 20, 30 minutes northeast of my house. But Isaac Walton's a lot closer. So I shoot out there, out of Isaac Walton, a lot more now. Gotcha. So Isaac Walton is basically where you're doing a pretty much majority of your practice then? Yeah, I'll go out there on Wednesday nights um and practice at least this year this past year um this upcoming year we're trying to uh build a team out there we're trying to rebuild uh the youth program out there along with my high school program um and the story with that is about a year or two ago uh the youth program out at uh, my local isaac walton uh kind of got destroyed um, there was a incident um, with a uh, coach out there that was very, very unfortunate, and it kind of just ruined everything out there. And the last year, last season, there was no youth team, and so me and my dad, we went out there on Wednesday nights and would practice whenever I wasn't on the road, and um, so. This year, this upcoming year, we're going to try and 
uh, hopefully rebuild that youth team along with implementing a uh, team at my local high school. Gotcha. What is your uh, typical practice routine like? Like when, when you're just out there by yourself? Um, usually when I go out uh, to practice, I'll just work on whatever I struggled with the most um, in like either recent weeks or like recent months, something like that. Um, it kind of just depends on what what I uh, need to work on right then and there. Is there any um, like game like games that you play with yourself or like you know move forward, move back, anything like that? No, usually whenever um, I shoot singles, I just shoot singles the way I I would in competition. Um, when I shoot doubles, same there. Um, and then sometimes I'll move back and forth on caps um, just for fun. Um, whenever I've got like a box to burn of like twelve hundreds. I'll just step up to the 23, 24, just for fun one round. Um, but most of the time I'm just working on what I need to be working on. Basically you're just kind of out there, um, shooting just like you would in, in a typical co- uh, competition. Right. I treat it as a, uh, competition day, competition surrounding. I just, I go out there and I, uh, zone in and do everything I would do. Uh, in a competition, yeah. Um, what? So what's your, take us through your gun progressions. What did you start shooting and then take us into what you're shooting now? So when I first started, um, uh, I was uh, given, my grandpa gave me a uh, Benelli Ultralight 20 gauge. And so I, I started off with that and um, then... After a year or two, I started to grow. Um, I switched to a Browning Synergy. And then, uh, once again, when I, I continued to grow. And so we bought a 725 Browning 725 field model. And shot that for a year or two. And then now I'm using a uh, like fully adjustable Browning 725 trap combo. Gotcha. Are you uh, using the custom stock or do you have just the factory stock? Or uh, I've got a great coil on my stock and uh, the comb is adjustable as well along with the rib. You can you can tweak it and, you know, make it longer if you have to or, you know, turn in all that fun stuff. Right, yeah. Uh, what's your uh, current setup as, as far as uh, point of impact and the chokes that you use? So uh, my point of impact is uh, about an 80-20. And so for singles, uh, I really love to use uh, an improved modified. And then for doubles, uh, my first shot, I use a modified choke and a second shot improved modified. And then I also use the uh, improved modified for handicap as well. So you just never change the improved mod, you know, going from the 16s all the way, all the way back? Pretty much, yeah. Gotcha. Now, are you changing anything as far as like a comb adjustment for handicap or are you shooting the exact same setup? I shoot the exact same setup as I will for singles. Yeah. Now where are you looking uh, and holding for each discipline? So for singles, uh, one in five. So on the outsides, um, what I'll do is you're left-handed too, right? Yeah. I'm left-handed. Um, so on like station one, station five, I'll hold 
out from the trap house a little to the, like the left and right and then down just a little bit and then on stations like two three and four uh, i'll hold it just right on the house just so i can see the target like so i can see where it comes out um and then i'll chase it down um for doubles uh i pretty much i i hold it on i hold the my hold point will be right on the house and then i'll follow the first bird and then swing to the second one and then caps i will i will hold it lower on the house i will hold it right i'll, I'll hold it close to the ground um almost in the middle of the house closer to the ground so i can get a good idea of where the target is and then i'll chase it down after that so are you still holding off on handicap off the house on one and five or yeah kind of just gives me a little lead on it so being left-handed then um which one which post gives you the most trouble uh so i struggle the most with uh station one uh don't know why but always just have and i've tried a lot to help fix it but I just seem to struggle on station one a lot, except for doubles. For some reason, on doubles, I am very good on station one, I like to think. Um, but on like singles and caps, I struggle with hard lefts for some reason. Yeah, me being right-handed, post five is the is the one for me. I think it has something to do with going away from your face, like you're swinging away from your face. I think that has something to do with it, but... Yeah, I'm yeah. obviously not a not a professional, so don't t- don't take my advice for <laughs> for anything. <laughs> um, what do you see when you mount the gun? How do you have your beads set up? Are they is there space between? Are they kind of stacked? Are they kind of in line with each other? Um, so they stack. So the first bead uh, will be just a little lower than the um, second bead so i can see both beads a little bit uh but for the most part they're stacked yeah now on your 725 do you have just like the the white kind of bradley bead or do you have like the the true glow style high vis uh i have just the white beads just normal little white beads yeah let's give a little bit of a recap of the 2023 target year um maybe some highlights, uh, where you went, that sort of stuff. And did you have any goals going into the 23 target year? So the first main goal that uh, I had was to make the All-American team. Um, the year prior to this year, we put up about, I think it was four total shoots. Um, and I, I think I finished 36th. Um, and all American standings. And so we thought, you know, if we put up all seven, uh, shoots, if we use that, if we use all seven, then we can definitely make a run to get on that team. And so this year we made that run, achieved that goal. Um, another goal for this year was to, uh, have a really good week at the Indiana state shoot and get to the 27 yard line. Um, achieve one, at least one piece of my grand slam. Cause so you're at the 27 now. So, I mean, that's, that's half the battle. You just got to run the hundred next. I mean, that's easy, right? Right. 
Uh, but the the funny part about that is is I didn't necessarily get the or I didn't quite get the uh, twenty seven year lug punch until this season, this current target year. So I missed out on that last year. Um, I was stuck on the 26 yard line for 14 straight months from July of 2022 to September of 2023. It was kind of a mental block for me. And uh, I broke a lot of 95s last year throughout the season. Just one off of even a half punch so many times. Um, But it is what it is. I got the punch and I think I did it um, in kind of a cool fashion. I, uh, I did it while, um, shooting a 99, 99 out of a hundred. And, uh, where, where was that at? Uh, that was at the, uh, Michigan fall team shoot up at, uh, Mason, Michigan. Yep. Which, uh, which one did you, which target did you miss? Uh, number 71. Okay. So were you, were you thinking anything on that on that last post on that third box um i was starting to i was starting to uh think about it and because i i ran the first 50 i'm like okay this has got to be it right and i started getting i i got to i got to 70s jerry i'm like this is it this is gonna happen right here right now and i can miss three i can miss three yeah (laughs) yeah and so i get to um the last post on that box and I uh I shot and missed number seventy one. But ran the rest out from there, finished it off with a ninety nine, and that that accomplished one of my goals for last year. So yeah. So on that on you going so what post did you start on? Uh that day I started on post five, so it would have been I missed on post four. Gotcha. So when you get to post four on your last box, you got five more to shoot. So you have a 94 guaranteed. So when you go there, are you just like, I just have to hit three of these? Well, it was on the, I missed on the third box. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like on on your, on your very last post on the fourth box. So you're 94 out of 95. I got you. And then, you know, like, You're guaranteed, like you have to get a ninety-seven for the yard. So you just like, I just have to hit three out yeah, of five. Yeah. Actually, <laughs> yeah, that that was uh, my train of thought right there. I mean, I know I shouldn't be thinking about it while I'm out on the line, but I was, and I did it. I did my, I got my goal, and that was that was probably the that was probably one of the coolest things I've ever done um, that day in my head. Just because it was just it was such a struggle for me to get to that twenty seven yard line, and I finally did it, and I can, I can just I'm finally there at the twenty seven, and I can just start to, I won't say master it, but get better at it. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm assuming that third shot was the hardest shot because then it's like those last two is like yeah, you you want to break them, but it's like there's really no pressure right at that point to for, to break the the you know the the last two. I mean. And then, like you said, it's a mental block. So now you're at the 27. It's like, you don't have that, oh, I need to get break a 96 or 97 that like I have to do it. So then like now you can just go out there and focus on breaking the target. Right. 
because I'm I'm currently in that mental block state right now. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's just it's hard to explain. It's hard to put into words. Like, I mean, it's it's definitely one of the biggest struggles um, that I feel like a lot of people face. Uh, like they'll get they'll get close and then either be stuck there for 14 months like me or just get it in one go because i've had people tell me that you know i I didn't even shoot on the 26 i just i shot from the 25 and got bumped straight back to the 27 so for some it's easy for some it's hard and you and then you got some that they run straight back to the 27 and don't really have any time to experience the the longer yardages and then they struggle for quite a while at the 27 versus you know someone like you it's like okay you've been on the 26 for a while and it's like going to the 27s is there's not a big difference there and so it's like you're already accustomed to shooting that far back for that period of time so there's not as as big of an adjustment i feel like for you versus someone who just went from the 20 to the 27 in a matter of like four or five months right um there is i mean i'll say there is like a little tiny difference i mean i like you're all you've been there for like i've been there for so long that like and you you too you said that you uh had been stuck at the 26 for a while now correct since may i believe so not not as long as you but fingers crossed <laughs> i i will say though tex hollis i'm pretty sure was stuck on the 26 for like 13 years so i don't know how, i couldn't do it i would i would have i would have been committed to an insane asylum but um he, he stuck it out he made it back to the 27 this past year though good good for him so that that's a long time to be that that's a long time to be stuck, but you know, good for him to for keep you know pushing at it. As far as twenty twenty four goes, um, what are your shooting goals? Um, so for this year, um, definitely to uh, make the All American team again. Uh, I want to finish off my Grand Slam. Uh, so get my first two hundred singles and. Uh, that hundred off the twenty-seven because I've already gotten my hundred doubles, which I achieved in July of this past target year. Um, win any overall champion for any of the three championship events in Indiana, uh, and increase all three of my averages, and earn my third straight Indiana All-State Junior Captain title. Gotcha. So you um, got your hundred last year. Looks like you got that uh, up in Michigan. So you like Michigan, it seems like. <laughs> yeah, I love shooting up in Mason. Uh, I don't know why. I don't know what it is about up there in Michigan, but I just I love shooting up there. It is one hundred percent my favorite place to shoot. If there are beautiful targets, and I always seem to have. Uh, something cool happened to me while I'm up there. So how how was the nerves on on that last post? Oh gosh, um, honestly, honestly, I was not nervous at all. I don't know what it I don't know what it was that day, but I was not nervous. Um, but what's funny about that is, uh, 
both the so i ran the first 50 and i crushed the first target on the last pair and then chipped a piece off the last one and so i got the 50 they counted it it was a it was a broken target well a dead target i hit it so i got the first 50 and going into the uh second 50 i was 98 straight and i did the exact same thing again i destroyed the first target and barely chipped the second target and um originally everyone who was on my squad that day thought the uh scorekeeper had called uh the second uh bird on that pair for the hundred everybody thought that uh the scorekeeper had called it lost um but she said dead pair and everybody on the line like erupts and they're like nope nope he broke it that's he got it and um i turn around and i was like no way did she actually call that loss but everybody was defending me so the nerves the nerves were high after that but while i was shooting it was it was i was calm it was really surprising because usually i'm pretty anxious or stressed out when i'm on the line favorite place to shoot is it is it safe to say it's michigan yeah based in michigan michigan uh again yeah it's just every time I'm up there something cool happens um it's just they throw beautiful targets always have since uh, i've started going up there that's also the same place i uh broke the 99 to get my punch to the 27 so now did you did you run your first ever 100 in like singles there uh, I believe my first ever hundred in singles was at my local Isaac Walton League. I believe it was like a just an ATA shoot that day, and I just uh, went out kind of just for fun and broke a hundred straight in the singles that day. And it was about I want to say it was in 2021 that that happened. Now, how far is um, Mason from you? Probably like two hours, two and a half? Two hours, yeah. Uh, just like about exactly two hours uh, out north east. Yeah, it's, like, it's like four and a half for me. So I figured it's, you know, you're obviously about two hours closer, so. Yeah. Have you ever been up there? I shot up there in like 2002 or three. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah that, it, it was a, nice but yeah i i did i went i won it was for the great lakes grand and i i won my yardage group and handicap with my 870 express <laughs> nice <laughs> <laughs> if this one this one's a tough one and i i asked um ali jensen this a couple days ago um if you could change or implement one rule in the ATA, what would it be? Oh, wow. Uh, I'm going to need a minute for this one. Um, I, <laughs> oh, gosh. This is that. This is a tough one. You're right. Um, myself, probably, I would say, maybe implement like a 28, 29, 30-yard line for handicap. Um, extend extend that uh yardage just a little bit um because i feel like i mean obviously it's not the 27 yard line is 
difficult enough, but there's a couple of guys that can bang out high nineties all the time, every single time. And I don't know. I just feel like, I just feel like 28, 29, 30 yard line might, it, it could definitely ruffle some feathers, but, uh, it could also be, could definitely be some fun. Yeah. Yeah. They've been talking about that for like the past 30 years. <laughs> yeah. The, the issue is it would, it would cost the clubs too much money to pour additional concrete. Yeah. Yeah. And so you're, you're trying to bankrupt the ATA. <laughs> <laughs> My apologies. Um, <laughs> um, who are, who have been some of your mentors kind of throughout and have you had any lessons from anyone? So I've never had any like professional lessons or clinics or anything. Um, everything I know and everything that my dad knows as well. Cause like I travel with my dad everywhere, just me and him. Um, but I've everything I know and have ever learned has all been like brand new information. Um, same for my dad. Um, we didn't really get into the ATA until a couple of years ago. And so everything has just been brand new to us. Um, so everything kind of that you've done has just been along the way, like, you know, learning as you go. Right. Um, ammo preference. What kind of ammo are you shooting? And do you have any particular brand or, you know, load shot size that you prefer? Um, so for singles and doubles, uh, I use federal top guns. Uh, so for singles, I'll use uh, federal top guns, 1145, 1145s, and uh, primarily eight shot. Um, and then for doubles, I use I use two different shells for doubles. So what I'll do is I'll use the first shot, I'll use uh, 1145, eight shot, and then the second shot, I'll use 1145, seven and a half shot okay so same speed just different shot size correct yeah gotcha what about handicap uh so there was a most of the season i used um 1200 fps um eight or seven and a half shot it kind of just varied and looking back on that that probably wasn't the best idea to vary my uh, shot size every day and also probably should have had it sped up a little bit more um but there was a point in the season i believe it was at the cardinal classic um in august where i shot like a 82 and then 81 one day in caps and we we were kind of just like what's going on like what is the what is the deal here and um, so we went over to Sportsman's Den and we picked up a flat of double A's and I went out and shot a 95 with those double A's the first time I shot them. And I believe you may have even reached out to my dad that day and asked, what in the world did Xander do different between this morning and this afternoon? And... I don't know what he said, but I'm pretty, I, I I would assume he said we just changed the shell size, but, or the shell and the speed, but 
Yeah. So now, now he's he really he really said that he just um, threatened you that you wouldn't be able to shoot the rest of the year, and then that's why you shot better. <laughs> Did he really? <laughs> no. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, now I use uh, Winchester double A's, twelve fifties, seven and a half shot for caps. Yeah, it's a big big jump going from like eighty one to ninety five. Right. Uh, any superstitions when you're shooting? Um, so I cannot like change anything. Everything has to be like the exact same. Like, I don't know if it's really a superstition. Um, but like I have to have my hat on backwards. I have to have the same lenses. I have to have the same shot size, the same shell, whatever. Everything has to be exactly the same. Including like my stance, I have to. I have a certain way I stand, and a certain way like my toes point or something. Like everything has to be the exact same. Where my uh, gun is on my shoulder, where my head is on the stock, everything has to be correct, one hundred percent the same. That's about the only superstition I've got. No, um, no, no duckies or anything. <laughs> nah, that was uh, that was. That was the, that idea was, uh, that was formed between, uh, it was me and I believe the May boys, uh, JD and Ransom, um, they, they saw, or they got the idea from, uh, Sam Hawkins because he does that on the weekend. He, he wears his, uh, shorts and swimming trunks. Right. Um, and then, uh, so we kind of. We kind of decided like we're going to surprise him uh, on Saturday at the Cardinal Classic and um, because the plan was to shoot singles with him and we're going to surprise him and shoot uh, with all all five of us with uh, duck shorts on. But that's pretty, I I think that's Sam's superstition. But uh, I mean, an example of my like nothing can change thing um, was like I had I used to have earmuffs, and like I would have I had these big bulky earmuffs that I wore for years, and one day it was at the Grand, um, I dropped them and they broke, and so I was kind of like, what do I do now? And I took, um, I I, I had nothing else to uh, use except for little foam earpieces, and I put them in and. My score that day, because I, w- I was about to go out for like a round of doubles or something. I was I was thinking about it, how I didn't have my headphones. And I was focusing on that instead of shooting. And what I was going to do to fix them, to fix my earmuffs, because I'd never shot without them before. And so the next morning, uh, we went over and got some uh, custom earplugs. And my scores kind of tanked for a day or two until I started to get used to them. So it was probably more of like a comfort thing, like having that feeling, you know, obviously they're a little bit heavier. It's like, it's like always shooting a hat, but then like not having a hat that day, you know, it's like, it's just different. Right. Um, what would be your best advice for a new shooter? Don't get discouraged. Um, everybody has bad days. Everybody has bad rounds. 
nobody's perfect. So go out there and, you know, if you have, if you had a bad round, you can't allow yourself to get discouraged. You have to go back out and fix what you did. You have to keep shooting and it will come back to you at some point. Um, discouragement is a thing I struggle with personally. Um, if I have a bad round, I'm, I walk out the next event thinking, well, this is just going to be like last time, but when I get up on the line, I have to, I have to clear my mind. And so discouragement is a huge thing. I feel like a lot of people might struggle with it. So positivity. Yeah. I like when I'm, when, when I'm like, it's like, if I have a bad round, I try to, I mean, yeah, I'll get frustrated, but then I try to use it as like a practice for the next round. Like you, you gotta, you gotta figure out what you're doing wrong while you're out here, you know, missing targets in order. So you don't have, so you don't go through it again. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, if you're having a bad round, um, and you know, you're out of it, you know, you're out of the running for that event, just, I, I totally agree. And I do that myself sometimes. It's just, what am I doing wrong? I got to fix it now so that I don't come out next round and have the same problems because then it will just continue to send personally myself on a downward spiral for possibly the rest of the week. Um, last question here for you, then I'll let you go. Um, go ahead and give a shout out to anyone, um, that you'd like to. Um, so of course my parents, uh, without them, none of this is possible. So, um, mom and dad, thank you. Um, the entire May family from Ohio, um, uh, Austin Jacob for being a great mentor to me over the last few months. Um, and, uh, my first two coaches, um, who helped me get into the sport, uh, Jay and Victor Hammond. Awesome. Well, thank you, Xander, for joining us today and uh, best of luck in the 2024 target year. Thank you. Before we close it out for the week, I want to thank my sponsors for supporting me here. Fioki Ammunition, do yourself a favor and try some shooting dynamics or white rhinos. Some of the best shooters in the game today shoot Fioki. Everybody's favorite gun dealer, Michael Gooch with Indiana Gun Club. Stop in and check out his inventory at a shoot. Michael travels all over the Midwest and East Coast while providing top-notch service. AJ Supplies, they've been with us since day one. Be sure to reach out to AJ Supplies for all your reloading needs by calling 419-583-7133. Diamond 8 Leather. Randall creates quality leather gear for shooting enthusiasts. Visit d8leather.com for samples of his craftsmanship. Chet Herod with Herod Insurance. They've been servicing Ohio for three generations. Chet can be reached at 419-303-2218 or visit HerodInsurance.com. Shamrock Sporting Arms. Jonathan travels all over the Northeast providing shooters with Pila glasses, Craigoff accessories, and ammunition. Visit ShamrockSportingArms.com for more info. Ezoc CLP and Gun Care Solution providing the best cleaning, dry lubrication, long-lasting corrosion protection, and leaves your shotgun looking brand new. Visit ezox.com for more info. Last but certainly not least, visit trapshootersunited.com. Orders here help support the show. I have Pila and Ranger shooting glasses, Trap Shooters United shirts, hats, visors. 
go ahead and get your swag on for the next shoot. I also have a shooting journal that can be purchased on Amazon. This is a low cost but extremely beneficial tool that's great for all competitive shooters regardless of discipline. Keep notes from each shoot ranging from a practice session to the world championships. That's a wrap on this episode of the Trap Shooters United podcast. Thank you all for listening. Your support is greatly appreciated. See you all out on the trap line.